want you to stop talking and start drinking. You're listening to The Modern Drinker. Let's drink! I need you guys to be amazing tonight, so start drinking now. All right, we can do that as we go into the second hour, and it is kind of where we let our hair down a little bit, and the lib- libations start to flow, and beers are plenty. Um, but it is the Modern Drinker Show on iHeartRadio. So much fun to have him in studio with myself, Greg Hollenbach, and Jay Parker. His name is Chef Tim Ziegler, and he's the Spice Geek. And uh, you can check out Chef Zig at uh, chefzig.com. C-H-E-F-Z-I-E-G.com. You can check out what he does. But kind of a spice theme to the show today, uh, Zig. I'm impressed with the crowd. I mean, this is fun. You guys, These guys' beers... With the uh, chai milk, I'm really excited to try it. Ah, there it is. Good segue for that. And and there's just so much jump across anymore these days. And uh, brewing delicious craft beer and spices. And this is why we probably have the two best in the city right now uh, utilizing spices in their beer recipes. And have to welcome to the show, it's Andrew Moore, Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project, a new sponsor of the show. And so much fun stuff coming up. And especially we're looking forward to telling you about the Gingerbread House competition that's coming up on um, December 16th, just a couple of weeks away. But welcome back to the show. Uh, brewer Andrew Moore. Thank you. How are you? Doing well. Good to yeah. see. I always uh, billboard Andrew as the most interesting man in the world, and and here's why: just a uh, archaeologist gone brewer. But it's so cool that uh, your your travels in the world um, brought it to where you're writing recipes that are indigenous to regions of the world and using ingredients and spices uh, to to make delicious beers that you're uh, brewing at Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. Fair to, fair to say? Uh, yeah, we call it internationally inspired twists on traditional styles. And we take um, sort of inspiration from places all over. Uh, sort of started in the Middle East and the Mediterranean where I was working, and the idea with Intrepid Sojourner was to sort of spread it out to influence from the rest of the world. It's so much fun. And just say, Zig, you're going to love talking to this guy. You really are. And uh, introduced to us as a new friend. And he's the head brewer of Spice Trade Brewing Company. It's all, it says right there in the name, Spice Trade Brewing Company. And Jeff Tyler. Uh, Jeff, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to be here. You bet. Uh, Jeff, um, you know, here it is. How, first of all, how did you and Andrew meet up, link up, other than just being in the same community of brewers? Is that how it really started? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it started. We, uh, I think we ran into each other at a couple different beer festivals, uh, and we have a really similar style of brewing. Uh, so like Andrew just said, we actually, our motto is that we brew um, beer inspired by culinary ingredients and cultural traditions from around the world. Uh, we actually grew out of the Yak and Yeti uh, brew pub, which is an Indian and Nepalese restaurant in Denver. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, we use a lot of unique ingredients um, from India, Nepal, and Tibet in some of our original beers. Uh, the one that we have in front of us now is the Chai Milk Stout. And so we got to talking about cool ingredients and, and weird beers and, and all sorts of fun stuff. And that's kind of how we came to the collaboration on the gingerbread beer. Let's geek out. Let's geek out right now. Um, the gingerbread beer. First of all, guys, uh, and Chef Zig, jump in anytime you want to. Uh, before we talk about the gingerbread beer, uh, Chef Zig, t- spend 30 seconds to talk about your background, too. The, the, you heard these illustrious uh, careers with these guys, but Chef Zig, you're equally as fascinating. Oh, I'm old. I'm old compared <laughs> to these guys. And it's just that I did travels probably in the same places before they were born. So it, throughout Asia all over the place, 
not so much Nepal and India, but more down on the coast, uh, Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur, Singapore, Hong Kong, and uh, the Asian, <clears throat> the German influence in the beers throughout Asia is pretty amazing. Uh, Clusters in Thailand, um, Singha, those are a lot of Pilsner-based beers in, out of uh, Europe, but in in Asia. Where would you guys? So where would you guys go? And when you when you talk, just say, "Hey, this is Jeff," or "Hey, this is Andrew." Uh, first of all, Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project uh, over there in the Santa Fe Arts District, and again, uh, Jeff Tyler, uh, head brewer of Spice Trade Brewing Company out of the Yak and Yeti in Arvada, correct? Yep. Yeah, it, that's correct. Yeah. What's the address there? So the address is uh, 7803 Ralston Road for those who want to type that into your GPS. But we're right uh, right in Old Town, Arvada. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's easy to find, and there's a ton of other great stuff to check out in Old Town if you want to ho- make a whole night of it. Yeah, so herbs and spices. Uh, the ginger, uh, the gingerbread uh, collab- collaboration that we're working on here. What did you guys put together on this collaboration, Andrew? Um yeah, so we started um, thinking about uh, gingerbread, gingerbread spices, or I should say holiday beers, and learned through that process that uh, Jeff is a gingerbread uh, connoisseur, and uh, so we just sort of went in that direction. And so we've started with a with a Hellesbach, or a kind of a Maybach-style beer, and uh, we got on board with Root Shoot Malting and Inland Island Yeast Labs, and uh, and Spice Trade. We brewed the beer at uh, Intrepid Sojourner, and uh, it's fermenting along nicely. We're planning on releasing it on the 16th of December. Yeah, from both breweries, correct? Yep, yeah, yep. both breweries. We actually we tasted it last week. Tastes great. I think we're going to add some more spices right into the tank. Um, but, yeah, we worked with a lot of great local shops. We also worked with uh, Savory Spice uh, to help us out with some fresh spices to put in the beer. Uh, but a Bach is a great base style for for gingerbread. It has a lot of the same flavor components. It's It's drinkable. But uh, but pretty malt forward, so it, it works with kind of that sweet molasses flavor you get from gingerbread, and it just works really well with the spices that you get in gingerbread too. First of all, thank you for not making another pumpkin beer. Oh, we make pumpkin beers, but pumpkin beer season's over. I just yeah. like the they make a delicious pumpkin beer. I like the creativity um, of of this um, gingerbread beer that I really want to taste. What's the name of it? Have you come up with a name yet? It's 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 pending. We we need to. You can't really come up with a name for a beer before you have at least you know a full pint of it. So we're gonna have one of those nights and, and figure out what kind of name we're gonna have. Well, it might just be one of those nights on twelve sixteen, which is December sixteenth, and the Modern Eater Show will be live from uh, Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project with uh, these two gents, along with uh, Root Shoot Malting. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That is correct. And uh, who else? Who else is going to be? Because we're going to do a gingerbread house competition. Yes, yeah, so Savory is going to be there, right? Uh, Savory Spass will be there. Uh, Inland Island Yeast Labs is doing a gingerbread house. And well, I understand you guys are building a gingerbread house. We're building a gingerbread house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you better bet your... Hey, there's some pictures of it on Facebook already. <laughs> well, hey, wait, I said that may or may not be. I, I'm yeah. just going to tell you right now, it's not. Uh, that, uh, that looks like a uh, jalopy of a house compared to what we're bringing. But it's going to be fun. And, and uh, on... Um, December 16th, it's a Saturday, two weeks from today, uh, from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. Come have fun with us because it really is giving back to the community. And we've got this gingerbread house competition. You'll be able to see uh, the assembled gingerbread houses, not only from Spice Trade Brewing Company, uh, Intrepid Sojourner, The Modern Eater Show, um, and... uh, uh, 
Who are the other two? I should write. Root shoot. Yeah, 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 root shoot and Inland Island. Inland Island, yeah. And Savory Spice. Uh, Savory Spice will be there. Yeah, they're no, not no gingerbread house from no Savory gingerbread Spice. Gingerbread house. That's fine. Uh, but you'll have an opportunity as well to make a gingerbread man. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we'll have gingerbread. Um, Men and women there for everybody to decorate. <laughs> Men and women. I don't know. Okay. It's an equal opportunity You're, party. That's, that's <laughs> right. Okay. Have gingerbread men and women for you to decorate. Gingerbread people? <laughs> gingerbread people. Gingerbread people. Uh, it's just going to be a cool time, and you can go to the Modern Eater Facebook page and see the event there. Here's what I want to do. I want to take a break, you guys, and I want you guys just to get nerdy since we have one of the smartest spice geeks that uh, I know in Chef Tim Ziegler and uh, you guys who spices or our herbs and spices are so important to your brewing. I want to hear you guys just uh, talk shop and where it would begin, kind of like you were sitting at a dinner party and maybe pick uh, Tim Ziegler's uh, brain on, on some spices and, and regions of the world and what's cool yeah. and what you're doing as far as projects. I just want to get in the weeds with you guys because it's not very often where you get three uh, spice-forwarded minds like yourselves uh, together in one room. So I'm just going to uh, sit back, relax, and listen to you guys talk in the next segment. Sound like fun? Sounds no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> Sounds great. All right, we'll do that. Again, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker in studio, and uh, Jeff Tyler, head head brewer of Spice Trade Brewing Company and Andrew Moore from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. Uh, they're going to talk spices with our spice geek, Chef Tim Ziegler. You can check him out, chefzig.com Z-I-E-G.com uh, We'll be back in a flash. It is the Modern Eater Show right here, iHeartRadio. Hey, this is Dave Thibodeau from Ska Brewing down in Durango. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hey, it's Greg Hollenbach for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers in Denver. Need a break from the holiday hullabaloo? We'll stop into Brews Beers and kick back. We make lots of badass Belgian-style beers that get rave reviews. And for the holidays, we've cooked up some very special beers, including a spicy golden ale with citrus notes, a quadruple with black currants, Hellraiser Golden Strong, and coming soon, our Belgian-style champagne beer. The only one in Colorado. It's brewed once a year and not to be missed. We're in the Midtown community at 67th and Pecos. And if you're looking for some great holiday gift ideas, we've got those too. Cool brewery apparel, limited bottlings of small batch brews, and for your special friends, there's the World of Belgian Beers Tasting Class, a totally unique experience. Don't forget to stock up on crawlers for your holiday parties. That's Brews Beers, 1675. 
1235 West 67th Avenue in Denver. Check us out at www.bruzbeers.com. We're dog-friendly indoors and out, so come on in and experience some Belgian-style badassery. Hello, this is Sam Caligioni from Dogfish Head Craft Brewery, and you are listening to The Modern Drinker on the iHeartRadio Network. Let's go having fun. I always say, uh, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Chef Tim Ziegler, I always say, you guys, the um, the show in the commercials is probably ten times more interesting than anything that goes over the air. Yeah, but the, I mean, I think like in any that's job, right. that's that's the truth, you know? Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, again, Chef Tim Ziegler, Spice Geek, ChefZig.com. You can check out everything from him. And, and Chef Zig, do you, do you have like an email ad if somebody has a spice question for you? Or how can they reach out to you, Chef Zig? Tim at Italco.com. I-T-A-L-C-O.com. That's, that's how you can get it to him. That's the fastest way. Perfect. So I, I billboarded it, and we have in studio, and I think it's so cool because it all just makes sense today as we're talking spices. And from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project, Andrew Moore, head brewer, and Jeff Tyler, head brewer at Spice Trade Brewing Company. Here it is, a bunch of guys that love traveling, uh, love uh, making recipes for beer, and the crossover between the culinary world, Chef Zig, into from the spices in the culinary world and writing recipes into craft brewing right now. Um, they're, they're catching up. Th- these guys that are brewing beers are really mindful of their recipes. I've been doing this about 30 years, and working with the microbrewers, my pitch to them has always been, people who like flavorful beer like flavorful food. So why skimp on spices there? So that's how I got into Hickenlooper's Place. It's how I got into a lot of the microbreweries. I was selling ingredients side to the brewers, coriander, um, nutmeg, mace, and orange peel. I sold hundreds of thousands of pounds of orange peel to your friends in Golden for the Blue Moon. Got to meet Keith Via. Get that mic real close <clears throat> to you there or get up on There you go. Got to meet Keith Via, brewer there. And uh, I was the only around person who had samples of orange peel around that he could use. And then wow. it just that built into a big business. That blows my mind that orange peel was a was a valuable ingredient like that. Now it's so readily available, something like that. And I know Italco works with a lot more exotic ingredients. I tried a whole different bunch of uh, peppercorn blends that you guys are right. starting to try to bring in the white the white pepper that's not bleached, which is amazingly differently different flavor, completely than any other pepper I've ever had. Um, you know the pink peppercorns, which I, I think, if correct me if I'm wrong, they're not even actually pepper. <laughs> they're a berry. They're berries, right? Yeah. And it's a, actually a member of the cashew family, and so you have to label pink peppercorns as oh, allergies for nut allergies. It's got cashew. Yeah. So. I told you it was going to get nerdy. And so that was Jeff Jeff Tyler, uh, head head brewer, Spice Trade Brewing Company. Just to identify, say, this is Jeff, this is Andrew. Uh, but guys, jump in. Here it is. Uh, maybe the way to start this thing is, uh, Andrew, talk about some of, the, some of the beers that you're brewing right now. I'm in love with the, the – uh, just last night I was enjoying your garlic IPA um, at yeah. home. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, we started out with sort of with spices with all over and started thinking about um, – not just crossover, but, you know, sort of beer as food. And so we've done some savory beers. Um, like we did a garlic amber, uh, which I think has been uh, our most talked about beer. It's just a really different kind of flavor, the roast garlic with a kind of roasted brown ale. Uh, one of my favorites is a Turkish coffee stout. Um, we source Turkish coffee 
Uh, we use green cardamom pods and a little bit of orange peel to kind of round out those bitter flavors. Um, the basil IPA has been real popular. We continue to experiment with lots of different kinds of basil. Current batch has five pounds of fresh purple basil in it. Um, we've been used Italian basil in the past, basil extracts, um, different parts of the plant. That's sort of what we like to do and what we've been figuring out in the last six months is, you know, how do these, not just these herbs, but these herbs in different forms influence the beer and what are their flavors like? Chef, today, at first blush. I, I, I'm thinking, have you ever tried a black garlic? I have not tried black garlic. So black garlic is a fermented garlic that comes out of Korea, now made here in the United States, but it's fermented for this incredibly long period of time at a constant temperature. So it's in the same process that you make kimchi. Yeah. But black garlic is very sweet, very balsamic-y, and uh, I, I, I think it would be a really fun um, ingredient to brew. That sounds like a good candidate for a barrel-aged beer where you're already getting some of those more acidic compounds, maybe even a little bit of acetic acid like you find in balsamic vinegar, and that could be a good complimentary flavor. That'd be fun. Sold. I like I like the heat, Jay. Just one second. Yeah. I like the heat in a bit. You know, peppers and and those types of things. How can it go a step further to be a little bit more creative? To, do you like brewing the beers that has a little bite or heat to it, Andrew? Jay? I like this. I like subtle pepper beers. Do you? Um, I want a a spice that uh, that builds rather than hits you in the face the first time you drink it. We did a um, to kind of add another level. We did a smoked beer. It was a Greatzer, which is a smoked uh, Polish style of beer. And we used uh, Coscabel peppers right. and Urfa chilies. Um, Urfa chilies are like this really s- sweet, uh, like Middle Eastern sort of version of red pepper. And the Coscabel is this really kind of light, smoky heat. And as you drink it, it just kind of builds on the back of your palate. Have you ever tried using black cardamom? Um, we've used pretty much exclusively green cardamom to this point. Black cardamom is roasted, and so it has a smoky, roasted flavor to it. The pod's about three to five times the size of a green cardamom pod, but it doesn't break up and decorticate like we were talking earlier. But black cardamom has that roasted aroma and might be fun to play with too. Yeah, that that almost... Not that I'm trying to steal your ingredients, yeah. Andrew, but that sounds like it might be a good complement to the chai milk stout to have almost like a smoked chai milk stout using yep. these these black uh, cardamom pods instead of the green cardamom we use now. That could be pretty cool. That that sounds like fun to me, and and the flavor of this of this um, chai milk stout is just impressive. Thank I you. mean, I'm not a big beer drinker like you guys, but this is impressive. Delicious. And yeah, and we were we were talking about it a little bit before. Uh, we're actually we're we're all drinking it right now. But the the, the chai milk stout is one of our, our flagship beers. We just started canning it uh, recently. It's available in liquor stores in, in Denver. But we use a really authentic blend of chai spices. So being out of the Yakinetti restaurant, the owner is actually from Nepal, and so this is his secret family recipe of spices that we wow. use in this beer. Very That's awesome. That, that is awesome. Yakinetti is my wife's favorite restaurant. <laughs> She's got a club that meets there once a month. Oh, really? They just love it. Well, I think awesome. we, we now know that you should probably say, hey, is, is Jeff Tyler here? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'll show you around you, the brewery. Yeah, get you guys together since you actually supply some of the spices made for his delicious beers and, and probably the Yak and Yeti restaurant itself. I don't, I mean, I don't know, but maybe a good chance. No, um, <laughs> not a good chance. At Never all. mind. <laughs> uh, so here, where do you guys begin? Where, um, is there, is there, is it all experimental and anybody just jump in and say, you know, who you are? Is it experimental when it comes to uh, blending or mixing spices together? Are there certain that you're like, we'll never do that again? 
Yeah. Th- so this is Jeff. Uh, we, I think most beers you come up with start off as experimental. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of small pilot batches to try things. Um, you know, an example of a beer that I'll give you an example of a beer that didn't work, and then an be- yeah. example of a beer Thank that you. did work. So a really good example. I take a lot of inspiration from foods that I eat. So when I go traveling places, I try weird things, and sometimes the flavors are great. Uh, this this Fourth um, of July. Uh, I was at an ice cream shop uh, in the mountains, and they had a wasabi peach ice cream. Mm. And I saw that, and I was like, that's weird. I need to try it. Mm-hmm. And I tried it, and it was amazing. It was creamy. It was a little spicy. It was it was sweet from the peaches. It was perfect. I was like, ah, I wonder if I could do a wasabi peach cream ale with all the same flavors, similar concept. The, the cream ales are kind of sweet from the corn edition you use. Maybe it'll work. Brewed it. It did not work. <laughs> it didn't it work was out. just gross. <laughs> was it? Yeah. It just smelled like horseradish and, and wasabi, <laughs> and you just didn't want to drink it, and it was kind of chunky, and we dumped it all. And that was a fun experience. Experiment. Yeah. Uh, how, so how do you take those experiments to where you're really not wasting a lot of your resources? And Yeah, that's all about the small batches. So yeah. we have a 10-gallon system. So if you dump 10 gallons, yeah. not a big deal. If yeah. you dump 217 gallons, big deal. bigger deal. Yeah. Uh, another batch of beer that turned out great that we started on our pilot system too uh, is a beer we're, we're serving now called the Szechuan Saison. And so this is all inspired by uh, Szechuan uh, kind of Chinese, traditional Chinese uh, flavors. And so we have the Saison, so it's going to be a dry, kind of effervescent, peppery, beer and it's um it's brewed with chinese five spice our own blend of chinese five spice szechuan peppercorns and orange peel and so it kind of has this really nice flavor profile uh, we actually uh, suggest pairing it with spicier foods because uh, szechuan peppercorns a lot of people think that that they're they're hot they're spicy because you find them in dishes and chinese dishes that are hot but they're actually used because uh, they create this uh tongue numbing sensation to actually make it easier to eat more hot food and so you actually get this slight tingling on your tongue when you drink the beer from the Szechuan peppercorns. So a couple of beer and food pairings that we've done, we pair it with our, our chili chicken, which is really hot, has a lot of heat. So it kind of helps cut that, that heat a little bit and lets you drink and eat a little bit more. Uh, Jay Parker here. So what's it called again? What's that beer called? It's called the Szechuan Saison. Okay, so that's one where you have half a beer and you can't say the name anymore. <laughs> Yeah, be like, I'm not drunk. Okay, I I couldn't say it when I walked in. All right, right. but it's delicious. I don't know. Jeff's going for the title of most interesting man in the world, Andrew. But I'm gonna give you the opportunity (laughs) to just every time. It's like, all right, just sit back, let Andrew roll. Andrew, what what's in your uh, uh, experimental stages right now? Oh, I, I mean, that was sort of the idea with the beer project was that we wanted it to feel experimental and we wanted to turn over. Um, lots of different beers uh, relatively quickly. And uh, it's been fun to find sort of kindred spirits in some of these breweries like Spice Trade with Jeff. And I'd say, I mean, in terms of developing the beers, one of the most fun things to do other than drinking the finished product is um, just to go and, and stick your nose in these spices and to put these blends together um, and to, you know, learn from people like Tim who have been doing this longer than I have. Um, that's one of the funnest days that we have at the brewery is go smell the spices day. Go smell the spices. Oh yeah, yeah. I can. Is that a Monday usually? <laughs> yeah. What day of the week does that land? That, that's it depends. Day. Yeah. Yeah, that depends. The, uh, it, the Szechuan. This is Tim. Yep. The Szechuan peppercorns are so fascinating, and that there's actually a citrus canker that grows on them. They have to be treated. They have to be almost like the black, uh, yeah. black garlic. You have yep. to. Keep them at 168 or 165 degrees for right. an extended period of time because the U.S. is not going to risk its citrus crops 
to this disease that is endemic to the Szechuan peppercorn. And so it, it's a seed off of an ash-type tree. Right. And when you taste it fresh, and it's, and it's really fresh, about 20 minutes after you taste it, it feels like there's bugs running across your lips because <laughs> this analgesic impact on your, on your lips, which are there's a, trim, a tremendous amount of nerve endings on your, on your lips and in your tongue. And this stuff affects it like you were talking about, and it, it, it's a fascinating flavor. And when it happens, you're like, what, what is going on with my mouth? It's just amazing. Yeah. So I, I'd be anxious to try a try a beer out of that. That struck a chord with you there, didn't it, Jeff? You were yeah, like, yeah. well, it's just interesting because I've 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 kind of when you're researching ingredients, you kind of read a lot about these things. So it's interesting to hear you kind of um, talk about them. Uh, but it, it it's a really bizarre thing, and I don't know any other ingredients that quite create the same reaction. And you really just got to experience it to know what it tastes like. Just go to your go to Savory Spice Shop, go get a peppercorn and chew. I. I Maybe not a whole one. I mean, they're not big, but your mouth, you, you start salivating and your, your, your tongue starts tingling and it's, it, it's weird, but you got to try it. Grab a peppercorn and just and eat it. So we were talking about classic blends yesterday. Mm-hmm. One of the classic blends is five spice. So it's five spice, ginger, um, ginger, cinnamon, allspice, uh, no, not allspice, um, star anise, Szechuan peppercorns, and clove. Three of those ingredients have this dramatic impact on your mouth. Clove is uh, very antiseptic. You use clove oil for cavities to prevent pain. And the Szechuan peppercorn is an analgesic, and it, it does the bugs running across your lip flavor profile. And then star anise has this tremendous licorice intensity, and I, I'd, I'd, I'd be anxious to try a beer with uh, using five spice, that'd be fun. And then when you double it up by using five spice and adding yeah. the Szechuan peppercorns, that's going to have a double impact. Yeah, the spice blend that almost adds a little bit of sweetness to it too. We put some toasted fennel seeds yeah. in there, and that really adds a level of dessert-like sweetness to the beer that is a lot different than just the Szechuan peppercorns on their own. And it would provide a depth because the fennel is licorice-like as well. Right, as well as the so star So you've got anise. the star anise and the fennel working off each other. And that's almost like East and Western cuisine combined, and you're getting a real double impact there. Chef Zig, is there a, a spice on the top of your mind that, that you can think of that you would love to recommend for a beer that, that may not be utilized as of yet? Well, it, my favorite spice is ginger, and it's been used extensively in brewing and usually non-alcoholic beers, right? Yeah, a ginger uh, beer, sure. Ginger yeah, ginger beer. beer, yeah. Yeah, and it does amazing things to your palate ginger is and it's extraordinarily healthful as well mm-hmm. i agree i thought you were going to say coriander what, what is your favorite we, we already talked about yeah. coriander and ipas right yeah uh, <laughs> jay, jay parker yeah. here greg that's what i put in my smoothies i make at home on this uh-huh. health world that i live i put in like a, a fist sized chunk of just fresh uh, ginger yeah. And blend it up and go nuts. The ginger root yeah. is uh, delicious. Uh, so you guys, we could do this uh, and, and probably should, but Chef Zig, you think you'd want to open yourself up to um, being in touch with these guys, these brewers? I think you're a great resource. Absolutely. They're more than welcome to call anytime. Yeah. I, 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 gotta, I start to twitch when they talk about my competitors, so i got to work hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and you know, Je- Jeff uh, from Spice Trade Brewing Company, um, you seem like a guy that reads voraciously and that you're researching constantly 
um, some of those things, and you kind of appreciated when you heard uh, Chef Ziegler talking about them firsthand of really the profile of those spices, and I'd love to be able to open up that resource just to be able to give uh, Chef Zig a call sometime. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, the Internet's a great place, but... Uh... <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, yeah. everything you read online is not true. So it's great to have a real right. expert in the room that you can talk to and get real first, first-hand experience for someone who's been doing it longer than I've been alive. So that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm old. <laughs> well, this is Andrew, and like while you know, I think both Jeff and I are doing a lot of experimentation. Like it's not just let's throw these spices in the beer and see what happens. Right. Like you got to know that the ingredients that you're working with and what kind of impact they have. Uh, not just on your palate, but also in the brewing process, um, you know, from everything to when does it go into the brewing process to how does it go into the brewing process. And uh, so, yeah, that's a lot of great information here. Does it need to be filtered? This yeah. Is Zig again. It, does it, you know, there are so many, you guys do so many different processes that affect the spices in the surface area that you're exposing to the brewing process. I, I, I find that really fascinating introducing certain spices at certain times and how how um uh the freshness of them and you talk so much about um the the whole pepper and and uh when when you're to grind that up and introduce that to to meals and flavor uh same thing goes with brewing process as well right absolutely yeah timing and adding your ingredients and and these guys know far more about that than i do i i, I just you want it this way, I'll make it that way. Well, time to learn <laughs> something new, huh, Chef Zig? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I like that. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. And, again, in studio, these guys are – you're welcome to stick around. And Jeff Tyler, head brewer, Spice Trade Brewing Company, Andrew Moore, Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. Um, again, December 16th, join us at Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project for a fun evening of uh, kind of a gingerbread house theme. And you'll be able to decorate a gingerbread man, drink this uh, special release beer that you guys have. Again, to explain the beer that we're going to uh, unveil that evening. So it's a, it's a gingerbread Hellas Bach. Um, so it's got that ginger in it. Um, it's a yeah blend of gingerbread spices. Uh, at a couple points during the process, and then kind of a more set hot Bach, more on the maltier, kind of sessionable side of things. So it should go really nicely with gingerbread people. And there were also gingerbread people physically added to the beer. Yes. We had about 20 pounds of ginger people, gingerbread people. It's um, gingerbread people added to the mash. So yeah, it's fully decorated. Fully decorated. Yeah, yeah, loaded with sugar. Jay Parker here, Greg. First, two things. One, I saw the video of the gingerbread men getting added to it, which you need to go on social media, <laughs> either the Modern Eater Facebook yeah. page or Intrepid Sojourner, and go to the events. Along with Spice Trade, you can see the videos and us battling back and forth between who's going to make the best gingerbread house. Uh, second part, I completely forgot what it was. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I didn't forget, uh, and neither will you, at 925 West 8th Avenue in Denver, Colorado. That's where you, where you will find Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. Again, this uh, beer release that's going to be happening here, although we will be uh, at Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project, you can enjoy that delicious beer as well from Spice Trade Brewing Company in Arvada. Isn't that correct? Yes. yes. <laughs> I knew that. Was I remember what it was. I have the name for it. I'll, I'll say that when we come back. All right. Check out the Modern Eater Facebook page. You can join us down there on the uh, 16th of December for this uh, very fun evening. And again, uh, Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. And you can look at the event on the Modern Eater Facebook page and just uh, give a click and say you want to join us. That'll be really cool. We'll come back. And uh, Jay had an interesting week. 
and uh, we're going to have a, a gentleman join us who kind of uh, saved your hide this yeah. week. Yeah, he Jay. did. Mr. I'll give his name. We'll tell we'll, we'll tell the story real quick when we come back. But Connor Stevens, he's a designer, and he's a uh, good Samaritan. And uh, we'll share that story when we come back, Greg. Yeah, we need more people like Connor in this world. We'll come back, have some fun, and then booze in the news. It's going to be cool. We checked in uh, within the kitchen with Chef Tim Dotson from the family Jones, but here they are, a restaurant distillery. I find it very uh, interesting that the family Jones, and it's one of those layouts to where uh, the distillery, if if you're a distillery, you have to serve just the, the products that you um, that you distill. And you don't have beers, you don't have um, wine, it's uh, cocktails, cocktails and delicious food. So booze in the news. It's uh, head distiller Rob Masters. He'll join us for Booze in the News in the meantime. And in between time, we'll take a break. It's 739 right here on uh, 630 KHOW. This is Charlie Papazian. You can try, and I'll probably say yes. You're listening to The Modern Drinker on iHeartRadio. The most delicious hot dogs in Denver are at Billy's Gourmet Hot Dogs. Signature dogs, specialty dogs, gourmet sausages, homemade, hormone-free, 100% single-sourced meat, and never any artificial flavors or coloring. You can taste the difference. 24th and Larimer, near Coors Field, plus food truck, street carts, and at Fiddler's Green. Savor the best damn dog in Denver. Billy'sGourmetHotDogs.com all right, back to the show momentarily, but right now let me tell you about Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. This guy hung the moon, especially when it comes to uh, draft lines and putting faucets into restaurants, bars, breweries. Uh, there is none better. Uh, get an A-Plus on your report card for your draft systems because if you're pouring inefficient beer, what are you doing, Jay? You're pouring your money down the drain. Don't pour your money down the drain. Don't look silly either pouring that foam and, you know, taking a spoon and it's just so... Foam is money. Foam is money, and it's really tacky as well. Uh, again, get an A-plus uh, report card on your draft systems or add a line. Um, just opening F&G, Troy Gard's new restaurant, uh, Jeff Rourke. You put the taps in. Tap 14 down on 19th Avenue. 70 lines of delicious Colorado craft beer will be coming out of those lines, and Jeff Rourke from A-plus Beverage Solutions is putting them in as we speak. He's a family man. He's got a kid on the way uh, expecting a little Christmas baby, which is so cool. Cool. Um, support your local businesses and support Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. You can get a hold of him at 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. Jeff Rourke, A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. Hi, this is Jim Cook from Sam Adams. And you are listening to The Modern Drinker on iHeartRadio. Cheers. Let's go drink some beer. We can do that. And Jim Cook, thanks for the suggestion, as we will sample delicious beer right here. I'm, we'll, we'll get Jeff back on from uh, head brewer at Spice Trade Brewing Company. Andrew Moore still in studios for, uh, studio with myself, uh, Greg Hollenbeck, and Jay Parker from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. And, of course, our uh, guest host for this evening's show is Chef Tim Ziegler. And, uh, Chef, are you having fun tonight? This is a blast. Oh, good. <laughs> it's a good time, huh? Yeah. Uh, you'll, meaning you'll be back then, right? <laughs> Anytime you want. Here's a cool thing. Samaritan of the Week, and we need more people like Connor Stevens. So I'm just going to send this All one right. on over to you, Jay yeah. Parker. So I'll tell the story real quick, and then we'll, we'll talk to Connor a little bit about where he works. Greg and I went out for the afternoon. We had some business meetings. I went to one of these meetings and left a meeting not realizing that I had left my laptop and laptop bag. 
our sponsors throughout the rest of the day are calling Greg and myself saying, hey, uh, did you guys lose a laptop? You know, somebody's calling us. His name's Connor. Me, to put it lightly, was, wasn't thinking clearly, I guess, and uh, didn't realize that it was my laptop that they were talking about. When I finally put all the pieces together, Greg, you had some choice words for me on the phone. Wait, wait, no, you're, you're going way too fast. I mean, I know you want to be expeditious about <laughs> yeah, this, well, but oh, here it I- is. It's, so it's morning time, and we're getting a call from um, Jeff Rourke's wife, uh, Kristen, A-plus. from A Plus Beverage uh-huh. Solutions, saying, hey, Greg, did, are you missing a laptop? And I'm going, no, I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm looking at it right here. Well, um, they've got the our business cards in there, and they're just reaching out to everybody that they can. So this is early in the morning, around mm. uh, 11, well, 11 a.m. Early for us. Yeah, yeah. 11 a.m. <laughs> and then the day progresses, and then we get a call from, uh, you get a call from Dustin Evans from Rocker Spirits saying, mm. hey, uh, you know, do you yeah. missing a laptop. So instead of you going to look <laughs> in your trunk where, your, where your laptop is, you're trying to figure out <laughs> all the reasons in the world I, that somebody's trying to pull a scam I thought or it something was, like I thought it was an I, internet scam. I know scam, you did, and, you know? and, and and this is why you really do personify a pinhead. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's just that you're not thinking, Jay. No. So I'm convinced that if I'm not physically looking at my laptop right now, somebody <laughs> somebody has it. So I check, double check, so it, like any normal human being would do in the world. Well, Jay's not normal. He would never check. No, it was there. It wasn't missing. So. so so I'm on the phone with him and go, look, I'm convinced my laptop's gone, but I'm looking at it. And, and it's because I just take Jay's word for it that he did the same. <laughs> Same thing. Goes out to his trunk while he's on the phone with me. He goes, uh, let me call you back. Meaning that he can't find his laptop. That's Anyways, we call and, and here he is, Connor Stevens from uh, Kohler's. I, I live in Cherry Creek and Kohler's is just right down the street on First and Adams. So, first of all, Connor, you work at Kohler's? Yeah. Yeah. I've been uh, just moved out to the area three or four months ago. But uh, You found a laptop. I found a laptop. Um I, I checked with some guy who's sitting outside of our showroom because we got picnic benches and things like that, and some guy wearing a cowboy hat. And I say, hey, is this, uh, is this happening to be your laptop? And he's like, no, man, I'm here getting tattoos removed. He's got bandages all over his hands. <laughs> um, but uh, So I grab the laptop, and I'm kind of just checking through things, and I see a bunch of business cards and paper with uh, different names of beverage distributors and restaurants and things like that. And I call and just nobody knows whose laptop it is. And so this might be an invasion of privacy, but I open the laptop, find Jay's name on it. Yeah. Then I kind of call people back and say, hey, found the name Jay. Does that ring a bell? <laughs> Doesn't ring a bell with anybody. <laughs> then Nobody which wants is... to admit that they know him. <laughs> Greg, that in itself, that for, that's a further discussion we have to have on how none of our sponsors know my first name. But regardless, <laughs> we'll get to that. But it's when I call Dustin, and Dustin goes, hold on. Rocker Spirits. Rocker Spirits. Uh, he says, hold on. Let me. I think it might be Jay Parker. Let me call him. He, I'm still on the line. He calls Jay on another phone, and I hear Jay on speakerphone, and Jay is adamant that this is not his laptop. I mean, all sorts of colorful language as to why this now, is not Connor, his laptop. Connor, wouldn't you just look to see if your laptop's missing first? It's like, that seems you're like doing, common sense. You're doing everything that you can to get this laptop back in the owner's hands, and he's doing everything he can to make you not be able to give it to him. Exactly. And I mean, and I'm kind of a, a foodie, a beer snob a little bit, so I'm seeing all these beer and food kind yeah. of distributors. I'm like, all right, I got to meet this guy. So, like, yeah. obviously I'm a little more intrigued as to who yeah. he is. Like, is he going to be wearing a helmet when he shows up? Or, <laughs> you know? So Jay calls you and says, hey, I'm I'm Jay. 
Yeah. And I, you've I, got my laptop. I right? exist. I'm real. And this is sometime about, what, 6.30, 7 o'clock at night, yeah, almost, right? That was, yeah, it was almost six. Seven yeah. hours passed. Now, you're a much better guy than I am. I would have given up after the first call or just waited for someone to come back around to it. But let's face it, Jay would never have his laptop <laughs> right now because he wouldn't have been able to trap trap uh, track his steps backwards he wouldn't have been able to figure out where he was that morning and, and he was even convinced that if he lost it he did it the day before yeah i thought it was the day before yeah. so he's just uh, but uh, thank you uh, and, and Kohler's, yeah. thank you for letting me loiter out front of Kohler's. You've put <laughs> benches out there that makes it comfortable for neighborhood guys like me to have meetings there in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so let me just do this, Greg. Uh, yeah. uh, Kohler's Signature Store, 3310 East First Avenue in Denver. Uh, get all your, uh, wh- what do they get down there real quick? What, what are you guys doing? Well, we're kind of the one-stop shop for all your kitchen and bathroom needs. We got a great team of designers on hand that uh, can work you through, be as involved or as removed from the project. So we got tile, cabinets, countertops, all the plumbing needs, obviously. Um, but we work with both residential and commercial, so yeah. uh, pretty much any need you have. There you I, go, Greg. I promised him a free commercial for this. Yeah. I, I said listen, a steak dinner and a free commercial. We should probably give him more than that. I know. Uh, maybe a laptop? You want a laptop? <laughs> Chances are it'll be left out yeah, there one more yeah. time. Uh, but seriously, we need more people like you, Connor, out there in this world. And uh, Just the little things. It is a little thing. It's just a little thing. Because truth be told, that's a brand new laptop to Jay. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we're a small business with the Modern Eater Show. We paid for those things. And so that goes, it means so much to us for you to be able to bring that back to where it belongs with Jay. Uh, So thank you for that. So as I walk across the street... to get to Olive and Finch, I pass Kohler's all the time, and I have to admit to you that uh, it's a lovely-looking place. The showroom is uh, absolutely um, filled with so many cool items that I wish I could have. Um, and as I walk past, it's probably a little more approachable than that. So just stop in, right, and say yeah, hello. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we do take appointments, but we also take walk-ins all the time. So yeah. we're open 10 to 6, Monday through Saturday. And uh, I want to lay in one of those tubs. Please just, do. Just we come. recommend it. <laughs> Okay, man. You're a class act, Connor Stevens, and I appreciate uh, you coming into the show tonight to have a little fun with us. Thanks for having me. Hopefully the beer didn't hurt as well. No, you know? not at all. All right, delicious beer. We'll come back. Uh, one more segment to go, and it's booze in the news, and Rob Masters, the distiller at the Family Jones, is going to join us coming up next on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey. Rocker rum. Rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Now it's time for the Modern Drinkers Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a a chair and and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. 
right, this is really cool. A cool booze in the news segment. Myself, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, our uh, chef co-host tonight is Chef Tim Ziegler. And uh, check out Chef Tim Ziegler at ChefZig.com, the spice geek. Uh, Chef Zig, you were overlooking the menu at um, the Jones, uh, the family Jones. And you said, gosh, their usage of spice is just incredible. And as we sat here and talked to um, brewers, uh, Jeff Tyler and Andrew Moore, Jeff from Spice Trade Brewing Company and, and Andrew Moore from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. Um, so herbs and spices are just, uh, they span throughout the uh, culinary universe, uh, the brewing universe, but, uh, but uh, distilling as well. The cool part about my job, Greg, is that I get to work with brewers, bakers, uh, meat cutters, uh, people making sausage. I mean, there's spices are in every different aspect of culinary creation, and that's what I've focused on. And so it's been a lot of fun yeah, working with all these different types of people. And a place like the Family Jones to where uh, a restaurant distillery is they lean heavily on their cocktail program because anything that they serve out of there has to be uh, made by them. So adding uh, herbs and spices and different things to their cocktailing is uh, an added plus when they're serving those delicious cocktails. So we'll jump right now. And he may or may not uh, be at the distillery right now. But let's bring him onto the show. Rob Masters, head distiller, the Family Jones Distillery Restaurant. Welcome to the show, Rob. Hey, gentlemen. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Good. Thank you for showing off uh, the family Jones to us yesterday, Rob. For those of the you that for those out there that don't know you, take a minute and talk about yourself. Oh, uh, about six foot one. Uh, <laughs> I have a beard. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I've been a full time distiller now for about ten years. Um, First of all, you you're of- not an inch over five ten. <laughs> no, you, okay. you you are a big, you are a tall guy. But um, you're you know you've been around for quite some time. And and Rob, I, listening to the things that you do, just talk about um, the things that you have going on right now. Uh, well, it, we opened the Family Jones Spirit House, as we call it, um, about three weeks ago, and. Um, the idea behind the spirit house is well first of all we're we're limited by rules by laws right mm-hmm. so we can only serve what we make in house um there's some asterisks to that um the law says that make means it went into the bottle in that particular license right so we actually have a production facility uh about an hour north in loveland and the majority of our production happens there, but then we also have a bunch of production that happens in Denver in our facility, right above the restaurant, tasting room, whatever you want to call it. Um, and what's happening in Denver is really that's kind of our R&D facility, and it's where distillers, bartenders, and chefs can work together to create amazing things. Um, and we have a bar program that um, is really quite unique and will constantly be evolving because we're always going to be making new things in collaboration with our chefs and our bartenders and our distillers. So very pretty cool. fun. Yeah, that is fun. So uh, there you go. What kind of system are you working with there at uh, the family Jones? Uh, well, we have a couple different systems. Um, first uh, in Denver, um, we have just a little three liter glass lab still real simple. We have over a hundred different botanicals in a botanical library herbs, spices, whatever you want to call them. Uh, And uh, the idea is we have, uh, over time, we'll have distilled every one of those, and everybody on our team will have a good idea as to 
what the flavor profiles are for each botanical, and they can go up and blend things together and create fun stuff. Uh, we also have a 150-gallon Christian Carl out of Germany, custom-made for us, um, custom-made for uh, our production there in Denver. We have two 10-barrel wooden fodder, uh, which is a beer term uh, for fermenter. Um, and so we're doing all of our whiskey, brandy, uh, distill, or, uh, and rum uh, fermentation in those wooden fermenters there in Denver. And then in Loveland, we've got a 300-gallon um, uh, pot still with an offset column so we can make neutral and stuff up there, and we can also make whiskey up there. Yeah, so. and and really whiskey, um, it's kind of the name of the game, and you're very blessed to be able to have um, that facility as well because you've got a head start on, on your whiskey for the family Jones as well, don't you? Yeah, we've had our facility in Loveland up and running for a little under a year now. Um, And so we've got 85 barrels racked um, and uh, on track to do about 100 this year. So excited about that. We we were able to get a jump start over having our tasting room open. So about a year and a half from now, maybe a little less than a year and a half, uh, we'll have our own whiskey going across that bar in Denver. So really excited about that. Really exciting, and your your bar program is uh, you, you've got all the great elements together. And uh, Nick Touch, who is your bar manager, and we had on in the last hour, uh, Chef Tim Dodson, and then yourself, Rob Masters. You you guys are kind of like the trifecta, just the dream team put together over there at the Family Jones. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun. We get along really well, and uh, I love the creative. Uh, um, ways of both of them. Um, I think we all think just a little bit different, works, which works out really well, but we're all really creative and uh, we get along well and our teams get along well. We all have uh, good support staff kind of uh, working alongside us. So it's really great to, to work together with those guys. 3245 Osage Street, just been open a handful of days, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it is so when you walk in there, it's just uh, unique, uh, inviting, fun. Um, your eyes just want to go all over the place, but that centerpiece with your stills up above you, up above the bar there, it's just, uh, uh, it's really just a cool, awesome place. And I know that the neighborhood will embrace you there. Um, so uh, just go get them, is what I have to say. Yeah, thanks. Our design team, Trace Birds Workshop, did a great job designing that facility and hand in hand with our with our team. Um, yeah, it's I, I have to pinch myself every time I walk in there because it is pretty special. So it's exciting. There he is, Rob Masters. Thank you for coming on the show, and we'll see you uh, many more times. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Have a good night. There he is, uh, Rob Masters. Very cool guy. Um, gave us the the fifty cent tour, and uh, we really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's for sure. It's it's, and I said to uh, Chef Zig earlier when you walk in, it's just, I mean, it's not that it's striking. I mean, mm-hmm. it's striking. You walk in and you're like, wow, what's going on in here? And then when you sit down and have the food and something that when he said they didn't have a hood, that mm-hmm. really interesting. All right, um, 
we're going to take off, and next week we'll be at the uh, chef's table at the bindery. That's going to be cool to doing a broadcast from there. And then the following week, uh, join us at Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. And we'll have to thank Andrew Moore right now, head brewer, and Jeff Tyler from Spice Trade Brewing Company, as well as our co-host for the hour, Chef Ziegler. Thank you so much. We've had so much fun. TJ behind the glass, of course, uh, myself and uh, Jay Parker. We'll see you right back here next week. Same time and place on Talk Radio 630 KHOW.